their children, Zoe. They're little children who get to vote. Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Virtue Signal. I'm Bill Whittle with my friend Alfonso Rachel. And uh, today, Zoe, uh, I want to talk about uh, something that we seem to be getting a lot of. We've always gotten this kind of thing from politicians, but it just seems to be, you'll pardon the expression, a pandemic now. Um, here's here's the setup. Uh, I was doing the stress-free lounge last week, and somebody said something, made an argument that opposed something I'd said earlier. And they just put it down in two sentences. And I, I look at these two sentences and I said, well, that's, that's irrefutable. I'm, I guess I was wrong about that. I changed my mind. Uh, I said that I thought Putin would be out of, out of office by the end of April, certainly by the beginning of summer. I was wrong about that too. Um, there's a, a number of things I've been wrong about. And, uh, and when I realize I'm wrong about them, I admit I'm wrong about them. And then I change my mind to reflect the new reality. Uh, so we were, uh, just before we started taping today, uh, we saw that there were two consecutive reports of economic, uh, negative economic growth in this country. The definition of a recession is two consecutive quarters of, of negative economic growth. But now the Biden White House is trying to redefine what a recession is. And I'm reminded of uh, a couple of moments in Matt Walsh's uh, movie, What is a Woman, where he confronts some of these people. And uh, one of these women he confronts, uh, who's, who's assuring him that the genetic differences between male and female is not real, Matt Walsh said, well, if I see a chicken laying an egg, I can say that's a female chicken, right? And she said, well... That chicken was assigned a female. He said, but she's laying eggs. And then the woman said, okay, but does a chicken have a gender identity? Does a chicken cry? And this is what I want to get at today. It's this idea of moving the goalposts. It's this, it's this intellectual dishonesty. It's cheating is what it is. It's the inability to admit that you're wrong about something and then go to all kinds of other lengths to, to make people believe that you never said what you said you said. We did a right angle on this not long ago about uh, uh, Biden saying that the uh, that inflation was uh, uh, transitory. Then they said, well, you obviously didn't understand what transitory means. This kind of weaseling out, right, this kind of just weaseling away from being wrong is, is it was, first of all, it's just so petty. It, it, it's such, it's such chicken guano, you know, it's just, it's just so weak. It's so lame. It, it, and, and, and when it comes from the office of the presidency or any high level, any politician, anybody in authority who's not willing to say, well, I was wrong about that. Uh, doesn't mean they were lying. I'm not accusing them of lying. You can, you can have an opinion. I wasn't lying when I said, I thought that, that Putin be out of office by uh, the beginning of summer. It wasn't me lying, but I was wrong. And so what's the big deal? And I'm just getting tired of it, man. And and one of the terms for this is gaslighting, which is we're not going to get into the source. It's from a, a, a movie where uh, where they convince this woman that she's going crazy by having things happen and then have everybody else say, though, that didn't happen. And, and you leave that person 
wondering about their own sanity since everybody else is saying, no, we don't know what you're talking about, a crash crash of dishes? In the, no, it never happened. We don't, we're a little worried about you. So I just wanted to get your take on this, this, this inability to admit that you're wrong about something, and, for, and much worse than that, the sense that in, in order to avoid having to admit that you were wrong, you are now going to start going through all of these uh, gymnastics in order to convince you that what I told you, you were too stupid to understand, right? It's not my fault that, that the facts don't conform with what I said. It's that we're going to, number one, redefine what, what the word means, but mostly it's your fault for, for assuming that uh, transitory meant uh, something that comes and goes. Yeah, man, they're indeed pretty flexible with this uh, with this political and cultural yoga that they got going on, being able to flex all the way around and insert that. Never mind. Uh, yeah, you know, I, 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 this reminds me of, of the word that says, you know, woe to those that don't know light from dark, bitter from sweet, good from evil, man from tran. You, you get the point. That's that's where we are is where these people and they've gotten to a place <clears throat> basically with this spellbinding where and I try to be careful with this because you know these people they it's not that they make these compelling of they're not compelling to me but they're compelling to a lot of people and it's like they're at a point where they're more effective at being wrong than we are at being right hmm. and I'm I'm not I'm not like so I'm and you know I've already come to that point where I've admitted I'm wrong I used to be like I used to think like these people I used to be a liberal and uh, I came to my point where I was like, yeah, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. And and I'm not going to be wrong again by letting you people drag me into the way that you think. Right. So it's like and, they, and they're going to come up with their arguments. And obviously um, they're very whatever means of have of of, of uh, compelling methods that they have. It's working on a lot of people uh you got in and trans is like a big word with them you know when biden is going in there talking about this is transitory it's like yeah you guys are all about this transition thing and it's 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 all make-believe okay it's it, make-believe yes it, it, you guys are it's like this is this is why hollywood has been able to be so successful because these people are wired for make-believe and they want you to believe something that's just not true and that has translated into politics. And we have a make-believe president <laughs> who's telling us these make-believe policies concerning the economy, the environment, uh, marriage, uh, reproduction, everything, everything about them is imagination and make-believe. And this transition that we're going through, and see, here's the thing, Bill, and, and I, I learned this principle in, in studying martial arts. The most vulnerable position to be in is in a position of transition. That is the most vulnerable. That is that's when you're at your weakest, when you're transitioning from one movie to one, one movement to another, where you're not fully grounded and mm -hmm. you move from one movement to another. That's when you're it, it doesn't mean that you're going to lose the fight, but that is when you're you're most vulnerable. And that's when you can experience the most pain. So you this this culture, uh, culturally, politically, where we're being forced into and, and y'all. That's just the pain of the transition. Man, we ain't seen nothing yet if they actually achieve their goal in leading us to where they actually want us to go. But see, they're trying to they're leaning on the Islamic action uh, uh, adage of hell is what you uh, heaven is what you make it and hell is what you go through to get there. 
right? And that's what, and they're selling people. They say, they're on the other side of this is going to be heaven. It's going to be utopia and all that. So you just got to tolerate it and, and bear with it and struggle. Man, this is an unredeeming struggle, right? Of course, we're supposed to struggle to get free and struggle to get strong. But people aren't doing that. They're struggling and they're atrophying in any sort of spiritual or physical or mental muscle that they would have. And we're being suckered by these people. You know, so like I said, if people, if people don't have a foundation upon which to recognize truth and people are assuming that they can make their own foundation to recognize truth, it ain't working out too good. And we're being deceived by these people who are making more effective arguments for wrong uh, than, you know, unfortunately, we're making arguments for what's right. Yeah, um, this is um, like I said, this is moving the goalposts. And for people who try to get onto the truth, not because they have an inherent uh, ability to tell the truth. People are trying to find the truth in order to, to to figure out what the truth is and live a life that's in in congruence with the truth. The most frustrating thing that somebody who's trying to do that can encounter is this moving of the goalposts. Mm -hmm. I state this, you state this. I provide a, a compelling effect, an overwhelming argument that the that the position I've laid out is is correct just through logic and data, and and and, and you're forced to admit it. And then instead of saying you're wrong. You say, well, that's not really important. Here's here's where the new goalposts are. Now you got to convince me of this. And you can never. It's like trying to. It's like trying to pin down mercury, like you know, with, with your thumb. <laughs> it, it's just like it, it's impossible. And and I think the thing that strikes me the most about this is just the sheer cowardice of it. You know, the sheer, just the sheer chicken <laughs> quality of it. It's so it's so pathetic. It's so sad, and and we see it everywhere. And I, I remember what well, in that clip I just mentioned from Matt Walsh's amazing film, this woman kept saying, well, that's your truth. That's your truth. Mm -hmm. I started hearing your truth maybe as early as when I left college in 82. That might have been, I might have been hearing that then. And I remember even then I, I thought, my, what do you mean it's my truth? I'm certainly willing to admit that two people can have different opinions about the truth because we're humans in our perceptions and Opinions and attitudes, prejudice, all that stuff factors into it. But I don't believe there's two such things as two different truths. Mm -hmm. Something either happened or it didn't, right. right? A chicken is either a female chicken or it's not. It's not a question of what a different truth is. What, what they've done, as always, we talk about this a lot, is they're masters of rhetoric and they're masters <laughs> of language. And so what they've done is they have basically redefined the word truth to mean opinion. Right. So when somebody says, well, that's your truth, what they're really saying is that's your opinion. And that's fine. You can argue with that. But when when somebody this is where they paint themselves into corners, which is why they have to move the goalposts. When they say that's your truth and my truth is different, then I can just prove that your truth is nonsense. Then they have to they have to move the goalposts, because if they admit they're wrong on any of these things then they're wrong about all of these things. And this is the thing about about these people that is just, it's so dishonest, you know, it's so cheap. It's so, I'm taking my football and going home because, you know, because we, we, we lost the game. It's just, it's so childish. And, and frankly, when you get into some of these, uh, stratified, uh, uh stratospheric levels of, of denial, hmm. like, well, that's a female chicken cause it's laying eggs, right? Well, does a chicken cry? <laughs> it's not what I asked you, right? We know what you're doing 
we know what you're doing. We know that you're lying because you cannot face the fact that you've been proven wrong. And we saw, like when I talk about this at the highest level of, of, of government, we saw this during the um, during the uh, Senate confirmation hearings for for this last uh, chief uh, uh, Supreme Court justice, not chief justice, Supreme Court justice, where where they asked her something about you know well, what what is what is a woman. And her reply was, well, I'm, no, I'm no biologist. That's moving the goalposts. It's lying. And it's cheating. And I don't like it. And, and I can't believe that we don't just simply call these people out on it and just say, listen, you're lying. I'll give you one quick example of this, right? Where, where I actually did this to my amazement. Um, I, was, I was dating this person many years ago, and her mother was a big, uh, big, big liberal. The daughter wasn't, but the mom was. And so this was the first time I'd ever met the mom. And 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 the mom said, you know, uh, uh, my daughter is, you know, it's completely against guns. And she said, I'm actually not. And the mother said, almost verbatim, she said, speaking for herself now, the mother said, I would rather see my daughter raped and murdered than have her defend herself with a gun. That's what she said. That's what came out of her mouth. And I said, I'm, with all due respect, ma'am, that's just, that's just a lie. What? I said, that's just not true. We both know it's a lie. That's something you say at cocktail parties because it sounds incredibly noble that you're so deeply committed to your, to your beliefs. But if you were standing there in an alley and you watched this actually happening and I'm standing there with a gun and I could stop it, you would have me stop it. We both know that you're lying. And, and furthermore, if you're not, if you're not, if you, I mean, I really did say this, if you really genuinely, honestly, would rather watch your daughter be raped and murdered rather than have somebody do something to, to prevent this, then that's worse than being a liar. That's just being plain psychotic. It's psychotic and it's, and it's evil. And what, by what method would this person use to murder uh, her daughter, um, you know, would she be okay? She would be okay with this person using some sort of uh, tool to murder her daughter than rather her daughter use a certain tool to protect her life or you use that. So that, that's, yeah, that, that's a, that's psychotic, man. And that's, that's evil. That's some self-righteous. But the, but the larger truth there that I'm trying to get at is her saying that was, was her way of, of, of evading the reality of the argument that I was making, right? Sure. Because that's a pretty damn good argument for, for having a gun. Would you rather see your daughter? She said, no, I'd rather see my daughter get killed than, than, to, than to violate my principles. And mm. that's a lie. Yeah, it's and, a lie. And you know what that is also, Bill? That is some religious nonsense. That's some straight, and like, like I, I, I say it again. That's, that, that's right. It's a re religious zealotry. It's, it's, it's the it inability. It, yeah. Absolutely. It's absolutely, um, just on a, on a side note, somebody, uh, uh, I think they asked me, uh, do you think that the problem with what's going on in the world is that there's not enough religion? And I'm, and I'm like, no, no, that's not the issue at all. The problem with the world is that there's too much religion. And that includes atheists, right? There's, you have people who hold on to these beliefs religiously as if they, if they go by, like, like what this woman has said, if she goes by that, she sticks to that narrative, there's something redeeming about what she thinks that she believes. 
And, and you do these penance to be, to gain some sort of acceptance to whatever sort of social nirvana that you think that you can be in. That's religious nonsense, right? So, but you have these people, you know, who will get caught up and they will split them hairs, man. They will just go ahead and drag you into a circle of semantics and they just cannot admit that they're wrong. You can go ahead and provide the evidence. You know, and at some point you just got to know when to stop casting pearls before pigs. You know, it's like, look, you know, it's, it, you know, it's, you just got to stop. And you also, uh, you mentioned, you know, they're, they're, they're the masters. They're, they've, they've gained dominion with this language. And see, this is why we understand, man, more and more, more and more, we're seeing the world speaking the same language, if you will. And, you know, we talked about it before, you know, like, like, you know, with the advent of like the Internet and people are basically speaking one language again, man. We're speaking in binary code. We can we can go ahead and have, we got translators and stuff like that. Communication is becoming more accessible every day. And what are we using this commu communication for where we're supposed to be able to clear up the confusion about things? We're using this common language now to do what? Spread more confusion. People are becoming more confused every day, despite all the information that we got out there and ways to be able to double check, triple check everything, people are becoming more and more confused. And it makes more sense why the Lord would be like, okay, the world is speaking one language. What you guys gonna try to do? You guys gonna try to outdo me. And that's not a good idea. So God comes with his whole posse and stops the Tower of Babel, the word meaning confusion, right? Because that's what people are doing anyway. It's like, I will give you to over your desire. You want to use your communication to spread confusion? Oh, let me show you how it's done, baby. And that's what I, and that's what he did. So we have people right now, despite the blessing of the, uh, of these, uh, this ingenuity to be able to communicate and clear up things, people are spreading more confusion faster and faster every day. You know, this is, it seems like every, virtually every episode anyway, uh, almost always seems to circle back to, to this idea of pride, right? Mm. Uh, w one of the things that you get from, from, uh, from these people is, and I just put this as, in as, as a sort of as a question I would ask them as clearly as I could. Okay, let's, let's agree that there's that there's a, a a big disagreement on whether or not there's uh, evidence of an actual god okay but for the sake of the argument i'm not asking you to agree that there's a god i'm just saying for the sake of the argument if it was possible for god to appear in the room and 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 accomplish anything that you said he could do if it actually actually happened would you take a knee to that and 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 and, and they wouldn't mm. Right, I, I know they wouldn't. I know this is the answer. It's it's this kind of it's this kind of I am unwilling to admit that there's anything greater than I am. Absolutely unwilling to take any, and and I think the dynamic is kind of similar to the dynamic that you hear about in business and sometimes in uh, in show business and movies. And that is that you know A grade talent surrounds itself with A grade talent, and B grade talent surrounds itself with C grade talent. It's it's the difference between having enough uh, confidence and self-awareness and, and, and yeah, just confidence to be able to say, I would like to be surrounded by the, by the I, I'd like to work with people who are better at this than I am. I like to work with people who are smarter than I am. When, when I did the shows for the Daily Wire, it was just such a delight to run into somebody who's a better editor than I am and, 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 
and all across the board, you know, and, and, and I don't see how that's demeaning to me or, or, or makes me smaller, but there are many people out there who cannot handle that. Mm. They just can't. Anytime they are surrounded by employees who, who, who speak up and say something smart, that person's either knocked down or fired. Mm. Because if somebody has a good idea in the minds of one of these B-level talents, they think that makes them look bad. My position would be, hey, we're all on the same team. Anything makes the team look better makes me look better. And if I surround myself by people who are better at everything than I do, that makes me kind of a genius. And, and this is where it seems to keep coming back to is this sense that I will never admit that I'm wrong because I'm not capable of admitting that, that I could be inferior to somebody. That's how they look at it. It's like, well, I'm, I, you know, if, if I admit I'm wrong about this, that means they win. That means that they're better than I am or smarter than I am. And I, I keep coming back to this. That's why I mentioned the thing about God, right? What's, what's the problem with that? Do you really honestly think that you are the smartest person that ever walked? Forget on this earth. You're, that, you're, that you're the greatest intellect in the universe throughout all of history. You, you're it. You're, you're really, is that what you really have to believe in order to be you know, comfortable with yourself? And, and it all just kind of unravels after that, right? You, you will not find it. They can't do it. They mm. can't. And I suspect that this is a, a quality of, of pathological narcissism mm. that has become the real pandemic in our society is that sense that uh, I can never show any kind of uh, weakness because if I show any kind of weakness, that means I'm worthless. Mm. And that's not how it works. Not for healthy people. You know, showing showing weakness to well, first of all, admitting you're wrong about something is not showing weakness; it's showing strength. And and more and more and more in the politics of the world we run into out there, we seem to find a group of people that are determined to to find out what's true and try to live by what's true, versus people who have who began their anti crusade by by trying to define away the the word true. Oh, that's your truth. I don't think that word means what you think it means. It's not my truth or your truth. There's the truth. I am willing to admit, because it's also true, that you and I can look at something that actually happened and have different opinions about what actually happened, but what actually happened actually happened. Yes. And, and they, when, they, when you hear them begin to do this, this intellectual dishonesty, this moving of the goalposts and just say, well, that may be your truth. They've lost the argument, but they've actually now constructed an entire belief system where it's impossible to lose the argument because as far as they're concerned, what I believe is true because I believe it. Indeed, man. And, you know, it, you, you hit it on the head. You know, you talk about pride. This is what pride, this is what pride does. Even, even you know, with the, uh, and they'll spread, even to protect their pride, they'll spread confusion. Right. Let's just confuse the issue. Let's move the goalposts, as you said. Yeah, watching the president and the and the and the press, of course, the whole machine playing along with. Oh, you know, this business about two two consecutive quarters of negative. Act, that's not really a recession. No, no, no. <laughs> that's only a recession when when Republican does it. Uh, mm. uh, the real definition of a recession is something that we're coming up with that we're working on because we don't want to own the fact that we're in a recession. Yes. Okay. Ronald Reagan was in a recession, mm. and and he knew it. And he got us out of it because he recognized it was real. Yes. 
you know, or 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 they may even recognize it real, but they don't want us. Oh, they know to. it's real. Yeah, they, but they don't want us to know that. And yeah, that's that pride that comes in there, uh, just the unwillingness to recognize the truth. You know, and you know when we're talking about this pride, even going, you know, where they're using, even if they got to confuse things. Like I said, when we talk about that that tower, when when the Lord came in and put a stop to it, what was their motivation? Their motivation was rooted in pride. Of course, they even said it. Let us make a name for ourselves and we're going to build this tower. Right. So you have these uh, these leftist Democrat voting, you know, collectivists or whichever trying to make a name. They want they want to be represented. The, the, the alphabet just keeps on growing. They want to make a name for themselves. They want to be represented and all that sort of stuff. And in terms of. You know, and they'll even they'll even try to lean on scripture to do a cherry pick scripture or say that, well, your Bible doesn't say this. I mean, well, see, actually, yes, it does. Uh, but instead of trying to cherry pick it and use it to use something that you don't even believe in to justify your worldview, that doesn't work either. So to your point, if, if, if the Lord were to appear to people, which he did, uh, they still don't want to believe. Even demons recognize Jesus. It's like, oh, snap, it's the Holy One of God. Are you here to torture us before our time? They knew who he was, called him by name, the Holy One of God, the Son of David. They knew, but they don't want to obey him because they want their own truth. Demons believe in God, you know? Yeah, but it's like they're a lot more honest than Democrats. <laughs> right? It's it's kind of like in the root of their name, but they don't want to obey him. They want their own truth. That's the way it's been from the beginning. The devil himself, man, I want my own truth. It's like, dude, you there there is no your own truth. But in their imagination, sure there is. Well, just to wrap this up, you know, uh when you look when you look at people like that person saying, Does a chicken cry? you know, that kind of intellectual dishonesty. Uh, you look at that, and, and, and a lot of conservatives say, and I think with some with some serious evidence, you know, that that liberalism is a mental illness. And so I'd like to get to what that mental illness is, because it is. And I don't think it's like a mental illness that that comes upon you. I think that that what the essence of this modern left progressivism is 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 simply arrested development at an at extremely early age. Because there's no better example of somebody clinging to a belief that is obviously untrue and inventing ways to get out of being wrong than a five-year-old that is covered with chocolate and crumbs all over their mouth. And the mother says, have you been in the cookie jar? No. Are you sure? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No, you said I shouldn't have any cookies crumbs and chocolate on their mouth, right? So you're saying you didn't get into the cookie jar. Well, why is it that you have crumbs and, and chocolate on your mouth like you ate just, a, just ate a cookie? Well, this man came through the window. Really? Yes. Yes, a man came through the window and he was looking for cookies. And I told him, you can't have cookies because you told me that I shouldn't have, and he shouldn't have cookies either. But he came in and he took some cookies and, and he smeared it against my mouth and, and then he went back out the window again. And, and you'll hear children say this. Right, you'll hear them because they're they're like you, you've seen those videos where where a, a dog has done something, and and you know you look at one dog, the dog look at you. You look at the second dog, dog look at you. You look at the third dog, and the dog's like, mm. you know, they know they're caught. They know it, but 
there's something about a child that understands he's going to be punished for this, and so he just lies through his teeth, just openly lies through his little teeth. And this is where so many people on the left seem to be arrested, age five, six, seven, four, something like that. You have been caught doing something that you know you're not supposed to do, and you're lying your way out of it, and you're doing a miserable job of lying your way out of it, but you are, you are so incapable of, of, of standing up and accepting responsibility and consequences that you're going to continue to add layers to this lie, and it doesn't matter how ridiculous the lie gets. It doesn't even matter that you know and I know. We both know you're lying. You just will not admit it, because if you admit it, then you have to face the consequences of it, and they won't do it. They're children, though. They're little children who get to vote. <laughs> man, that is a, uh, I don't know if I can add to that, man. That's, that's where we're at. You know, it's like, dang, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're being ruled by children and, mm -hmm. um, you know, and the world has become like a rubber room and not only children, but like, you know, kind of like the patients are running the asylum. Yeah. And, um, it's one of those, and, and, and I'm like, what's more sad that we're being ruled by these people or, or that, that we're we allowing allow it to happen? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right on. Exactly. That'll do it for this edition of the Virtue Signal Made Possible by, um, by chickens. Chickens make this show possible. Uh, we don't have the membership numbers that we would like, but we're not actually looking for members. We have a large number of chickens that actually donate to these shows and make these shows possible, and our chicken count is extremely high. Believe me. Uh, we'll see you next week right here on The Virtue Signal.